Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marketing Blender Show. I'm Dacia. And I'm Daisy. All right, you guys. Now, I wrote a book, shameless plug, called Corporate Caffeine, (laughs) in that I did a chapter on branding. And out of all of the chapters, this was the most challenging to write because there is vomitous, not just voluminous, but vomitous amounts of information on branding, and then just gets all mixed up in there. And so that's why I really am excited to talk about this and kind of, again, my one of my phrases, untangle the spaghetti around what brand identity can actually do for you and why it's absolutely critical. So first things first, diving in, Branding has a number of components. First of all, you want to be thinking about your brand strategy. Now, we have done a lot of episodes around what's involved with brand strategy. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But we also have then have brand identity, which is the substance, the tools, how you distribute the strategy of your brand. We have employment branding. We have positioning, another shameless plug. We just did an episode on positioning, if you're curious about that. And then we have brand architecture. So Daisy, I don't come across a lot of people that seem really clear and confident about how robust branding really is. True. And we haven't even mentioned brand messaging or brand or market positioning. So there's so many different aspects of what is your brand? How is your brand? Who is your brand? Where is your brand? And why is your brand? And you have to be able to answer all of those questions in order to have a strong brand. Oh, and brand experience. Exactly. How do you answer the phone? How does it feel to engage with your humans? (laughs) And does it align with what you said you are? So there's a ton going into branding, but today we're really talking about brand identity. Now, really quickly, before I get over to Daisy, you guys, branding is not your logo. Brand identity is not your website. So Daisy, give me an example of how much bigger is brand identity. This ad is brought to you by the Marketing Blender Lab. Marketing is hard for everyone, but small businesses are stuck with small budgets, not enough time, and too many options. SEO, social, paid ads, email marketing, live events. How do you choose where to focus? These are the top challenges I hear from entrepreneurs. You keep getting generic marketing advice that doesn't apply to your business. You've watched tutorials and tried a bunch of tactics that didn't work. You still don't have clarity on what you should focus on to get results. You don't have enough time to get marketing done. And maybe you've worked with freelancers or agencies that have let you down. You can get expert advice and start making real progress. The Marketing Blender Lab gives you an affordable way to work with an experienced chief marketing officer and finally get a handle on your marketing. We help you figure out how to reach your target audience and get more customers, what to focus on so you stop wasting time and money, and how to delegate effectively so you don't have to do it all yourself. Join me in the lab and let's figure out how to grow your revenue faster. Brand identity is, unlike what you might assume, how you identify yourself as a brand, it's how your market identifies you. It's how they're able to tell, oh, that's what kind of company this is. This is what I can expect when I'm working with them. And I know, like, and trust them. So everything that helps your target market identify you as the kind of business that solves the problem for them, that understands them, that wants to be of service to them, and that gets who they are. That is what your brand identity encompasses. Yes, yes, yes. 
this is how people feel about you. And that's what gets me so excited about this and frustrated, as you can see as I'm clenching my fist, is that it's not what you want to be. It's not whether you like yellow or whether you want to be this. It's how you are perceived. So ironically, you guys, you do not own your brand. The market owns your brand and you steward what is true about you in a way that they can receive it and interpret it accurately, hopefully, and quickly if you're doing it well. So where do we start? You know, how does the, what does this allow you to do and where do we start when we're talking about brand identity? I always like to start with understanding that identity is answering the who you are as that brand character. And this comes back to storytelling. It doesn't matter if it's the, the copywriting or if it's the visuals or if it's the sound effects you put on your podcast. Everything that you're creating is telling a story about the character that you are in your customer's story. And this is, I know, a topic you love to talk about, Daisy, which is archetypes. And those are the universally recognizable characters in a story. Yeah, so get ready. Here comes the nerd in me. But Jungian archetypes are classic from psychology. And traditionally, there's 12 of them. And basically, they're the 12 most common characters, as Daisy mentioned, that you would see in a movie or your favorite story. Are you the artist? Are you the sage and the guide? Are you the hero? Are you the ruler? Maybe you're the lover, the creator. So there's 12 standard archetypes. And the reason these are so powerful is because people automatically understand them. Subconsciously, we naturally orient to these roles in our lives and we understand what these type of relationships look like. So when you are able to communicate this across all of your touch points and through your team, it becomes really, really well received and very um, easy to scale. I hate the word easy, but it really is where people can grasp it and that means grasp it in the market, but also grasp it internally as you continue to grow. Now, there are nuances, and we don't have to dive into those now, but a brand archetype can be incredibly exciting for a team to kind of throw their shoulders back and say, that's right, that is who we are. And man, the energy that can get behind that and how you distribute that is really exciting and typically really well received by a market. I will say one of the challenges with helping a B2B company, for example, understand its brand archetype is that you have a hard time reaching agreement within a team on, are we the magician? Are we the uh, ruler? Are we the lover? So we often don't start with asking that question because everybody thinks about their own identity and layers it over the identity of the organization, and that never works. So we have a different way that we like to approach the uh, the question, and we do end up with an archetype with a strong character, but we approach it from the topic of fascination triggers. And this is from Sally Hogshead's work, uh, Fascinate, and it's about the things that make people want to pay attention to a brand. And that can, again, cover the messaging, it can cover the visuals, and can cover any aspect of your brand identity that you're putting into the market. But there are certain things about a character, about a story, a situation, a brand that people will automatically pay attention to because we're hardwired for it. So uh, for a lot of us, we have a, a fascination with innovation. I know that Daisy and I both certainly do, as we uh, talked about in our AI marketing tools 
episode recently, but there are people who will sit and watch a rocket on a launch pad for five hours. It's not going anywhere, but it's innovation and they have to watch it. Or they'll watch the Kardashians because that's prestige. Look at my fancy hair. Look at my fancy clothes. Look at my fancy life. There are people who can't stop watching the news because they need to know what to be afraid of. So that alert or that fear is a fascination trigger. So understanding what it is about your brand that fascinates people is how you understand what character you're playing in their life. Are you Mr. Rogers who makes them feel warm and fuzzy and trusting inside? Or are you a dictator who makes you feel like, well, that person has all the power? So understanding what fascinates people is how you can start to understand the archetype that you present to your customers. And I I appreciate so much all of these examples that you're sharing with them because this is so on point. And you know, you you appropriately, you know, pointed out people try to bring their own identity into a corporate brand. Occasionally you will have a founder's identity so firmly stamped into the DNA and the fingerprints of that company that they are similar. But typically that a company will outgrow that. And so then figuring out the we, the unity, what is the heartbeat that attracts people to us, both in the market as well as in the team, is just so, so exciting. And especially when they have done the hard work, the brand strategy, who do we serve? How do we message that? You know, what position do we play? And they've put all of that intentionality into it. They earn the right to determine who they are and talk about them on, per, on themselves on purpose in a way that is just really rich and beautiful and human and that people are attracted to. And you guys, it feels good to wow the market. It feels good for your team, for you, for anybody that has ever purchased from you, that it instills confidence that you were the right choice and that you deserve their trust, no matter who the stakeholders really are. And so it feels fantastic. It's also what sells for you when you're not in the room. And we're not going to talk about this on this episode, so a little teaser, but it is one of the few tools that directly impacts profit, that greases the wheels towards future success and scalability and can increase valuation. So there's a lot of reason to take brand identity seriously and really, really get this right. It certainly does. Brand identity should be the thing that helps people pick you out of the crowd and makes you automatically stand out from the crowd to make that easier. Yeah. You guys, you work your butts off to be successful. And if you built a company that serves the market well, you have earned the right to communicate with clarity and beauty. And beauty translates into trust inside of the brain. So please, I just encourage you, make your world and your company a more beautifully branded place public service announcement. But in all seriousness, thank you guys so much for watching. We are going to link a ton of tools below because we geek out on this stuff and have been doing this for a long time. So you're going to see some resources down below where you can run some workshops with your team. Or if you ever need us, please reach out because we love to facilitate these conversations for great companies. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll see you next time. We hope you learned something today that will help you succeed with your marketing. And if you liked what you heard, definitely give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. 
Don't forget to check the show notes. We're sharing free tools and resources there. And you guys, we would love to hear your comments. So drop one in or send us an email and maybe we'll use your topic on a future show.